Welcome back to the Risk Report. Roman the Stoic. Y'all know who it is. Hope you guys had a good weekend. Today is February 21st, Sunday. And I think for the Sunday one, I'm going to do what I did a couple Sundays ago is the the uh, Sunday timeline. Go through the Facebook, check out the news stories or whatever fucking people are sharing and just kind of talk on that. <coughs> Try to keep the keep the Sundays chill and, and more of a, more of like a practice podcast where I just fucking talk and try to come up with shit. Um, but yeah, this weekend was crazy. I'm a little tired today, if you could hear that. Um, and I just got done with work. So today I just taught another skate history class and this one in Boca. And this is a new start to a new four-week course. So today was the first day, and it went well. Um, I've been running around all day, though. Uh, my girl got in a bit of an accident yesterday, and her fucking tire popped on 95 late last night. So that's that was a bit scary, but she's okay. And the car's okay. She just had to get a new tire. But I had to pick her up. I didn't go grab her, and so I'm fucking beat. I'm tired, and that was at like 2, 3 in the morning. And then I had to drive her down to the Firestone, which they had to pick the farthest fucking Firestone to get her tire fixed. But, so, a lot of running around. Had to drop her off there to get her car back, and then I had to go to work, and now we're here. Now I'm forcing myself to do a podcast. <coughs> So, we got the double espresso, sit down, shut the fuck up, and drink your coffee, or however the fuck I put it. Been getting a lot of good feedback on the uh, podcast and that intro, people fuck with the intro. So, let's get right to it. Let's get right to it. U.S. This is the top story uh, today. U.S. not out of the woods as nation nears 500,000 COVID-19 deaths. Oof. While the number of COVID-19 cases fell for the fifth straight week and officials scrambled to inoculate the population, the nation prepared to soon reach 500,000 deaths from the highly infectious respiratory disease. Fucking respiratory disease. And I've been over here smoking like a goddamn animal. It's nothing like we've... (laughs) It's nothing like we've ever been through in the last 102 years since the 1918 influenza pandemic. It really is a terrible situation that we've been through. Says uh, Dr. Fauci. I mean, dude. What are we gonna do, you know? Um... So let's see, more than 28 million COVID cases have rocked the U.S. and 500,000, so it's 497, 862,000 have died. So out of 28 million, a half a million have died. So that's uh, 0.5 out of 28. Let's see what that is. 
25 and 28. So it's looking like it's a, uh, would that be a 1.7 chance or 0.17? I mean, it looks like 500,000 is 1% of 28 million. <clears throat> so it looks like the 1% of people that are going to get this are not going to make it, unfortunately. Um, and that's fucking crazy. I mean, I'm not a fucking doctor, so I don't know. I'm definitely not qualified to talk about this type of shit. Uh, but you know what? A hundred percent of everybody's going to die at some point. So <laughs> we got to keep it moving. Um, man, the vaccine thing is scary though. The vaccine thing is, is scary because they're really trying to push the vaccine on everybody. And if I heard something, I had seen something that if you want to fucking travel or go out to, uh, you know, let's say we wanted to go to England or I wanted to fly out to fucking uh, France or some shit. Uh, apparently for those out of the country travels, the European travels, you're going to need to take the fucking vaccine. And um, yeah, it's like, I don't know what's in it. I don't necessarily want to fucking get a vaccine. Uh, so just a weird time. Very weird time. Let's see here. <clears throat> New research suggests a polar flip could be catastrophic. So this is uh, like a BGR. I don't know what the fuck BGR is. But Earth's magnetic poles are constantly on the move, but they haven't drifted far enough to actually flip in the modern age. Okay, so they're saying it might, of course, it'd be catastrophic. Wasn't it something like, you know, the last ice age was because of something like that? New research suggests that a magnetic pole flip roughly 42,000 years ago brought it with dramatic changes and may have changed the course of human history. Oh, hello. Welcome. Welcome, Haley, to the podcast and the puppies. What's up? I was seeing if you wanted anything. Um, what are you making? What are you... Chips and salsa. Chips and salsa? And guac? No, we don't have any guac, so I might go to the White girls love the guac. I might go to the grocery store. Why do you think white girls love the guac? Can I can I get an answer from you? What makes the guac so desirable amongst the Caucasian female population? Because it's creamy and chunky, and it can be spicy. Because it's creamy, chunky, and spicy. Is that why you're into me, Tim? (laughs) You're not very spicy. No? Not very spicy? No. For those of you that don't know, Alex is a grumpy old man most of the time. Oh, yeah. Oh, they know. They hear it. They hear me talk like a grumpy old man (laughs) and complain about things. So are you going to public? Not right now. What do you have? The salsa? If I go to public, I'll let you know so you don't come. Okay. I need some like, snacks. Snacks? Might write some stuff down. I did. 
We got the we got the whiteboard. Because this grumpy old man likes to be organized. You gotta give me that at least, huh? The boxing gloves are up there. Oh, is that what she's looking at? Yeah, I bought boxing gloves for the pups because they're fucking crazy, and they love to fight, like play fight. And so I bought boxing gloves so that my hands don't get torn apart when they bite me. She smells them. She smells them. That's crazy. She's like, do they even smell like anything? Come on, puppies. Let's go. And the little one's the one that bites the, the hardest, so I had to get those gloves to save my hands. All right. Maybe one day we'll have uh, Haley hop in the podcast and we can do a little back and forth. So, yeah, they're talking about something that happened 42,000 years ago. Uh, Four twenty. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you know anything like that suddenly flipped, uh, I'm sure we'd be fucking thrown out of the loop. It's very unlikely. All right, curious test reveals dogs may have a special ability we did not know about before. Dogs might not be able to recognize themselves in a mirror, but that doesn't mean our pets don't have some level of self awareness. Recent researchers, oh my goodness, am I too high to say that? Recent researchers has shown dogs can recognize the unique smell of their own odor, sort of like an olfactory mirror. And now a new study suggests they might also have awareness of their own body as an obstacle. I mean, dude, body awareness is the ability to think of our body as an explicit object in relation to other objects around you. It's considered one of the fundamental building blocks of self-representation. I mean, of course it does, dude. How do you think a dog knows how to fucking run and um, fit itself through where it needs to fit itself? Like a cat, you know, a cat is aware of its body. It's aware of its body length, what it can take, how high it can jump. You know, I would imagine canines are the same way. I should just write some of this shit. <laughs> uh, let's see here. What else we have? Watch first ever dancing DNA video made by researchers. Here's the thing with that is like, have people physically actually seen DNA, you know, like with your microscopes? Is that a real thing? Because I've always seen some CGI thing of it. Well, Americans could still be wearing masks in 2022, Fauci says. Yeah, I mean, it's looking more and more, more and more like that. Um, I've been thinking about making clothes with the risk. I've been thinking about sewing on an extra layer of cloth for the shirts so that like around the neck, it's kind of like a turtleneck, but you can also slide it up like a mask and and it works perfectly like a mask so you know i mean trying to take advantage of that shit <laughs> make a whole new shirt if we gotta fucking wear masks people are just gonna be wearing scarves and shit it's 
Tony Hawk's worst ever injury happened when he was with the Jackass crew. I'm pretty sure that's the one where he was in a gorilla suit. And he got fucked up. He was trying to do the uh, loop-de-loop, and he fucking... <laughs> he hit his head. Loop-de-loop is the thing where he's fucking just going... I don't know what they call it exactly. Loop. Yeah, the loop of death. And you're basically just going backwards. Oh, yeah. Martian satellite captures a rover parachuting through Mars' atmosphere. Wow. We're out there, bro. We fucking made it. Okay, USA Today. This has to be the moment to invest in coronavirus vaccines, treatments against future pandemics, experts warn. Let's let's fucking read it. Because I'm a little weary of this whole vaccine. A growing chorus of researchers say now this is the time to invest in coronavirus vaccine development and treatments to stop the next pandemic. Yeah, Bill Gates is on it. I don't know if you didn't see that. The last thing people will want to think about when this pandemic ends is the next one. It's human nature to move on to want to put coronaviruses, vaccines, and disease surveillance behind us. But a growing chorus of researchers say now that this is the time to get ready and what is sure to come. Some of us have begun preliminary efforts to develop antivirals and monoclonal antibodies to prevent serious diseases and vaccines that could stop a novel virus in its tracks. Either we invest in it now or pay a lot more later, said Wayne Koff, chief executive officer of the Nonprofit Human Vaccines Project. Koff, along with Seth Berkley, CEO of Gavi, the Vaccine Alliance, published an editorial Thursday in the Journal of Science calling for a global effort to develop a universal vaccine against coronaviruses, the family that includes the virus causing COVID-19. So there's multiple viruses known as coronavirus. The world got lucky that the previous major pandemic, the 1918 flu, was more than a century ago. In recent years, the pace of a so-called zoonotic disease jumping from animals to humans has sped up. That's true in the last like 10, 15 years. You've seen that. So it sped up. Uh, Zika, Ebola, chingungunya, I've never heard of that one, and the two previous coronaviruses, severe acute respiratory syndromes, so SARS, and the Mi- Middle East Respiratory System, MERS, uh, SARS and MERS, okay, um, caused in 2000, outbreaks in 2003 and the H1N1 flu pandemic of 2009. <sighs> I mean, we're getting faster and smarter. What were they talking about the vaccines, though? Creating better vaccines. Uh, the decades of work we've put in aspiring to cover a virus, how, uh, very diverse, has led us to capabilities that allow us to deal with stuff like the coronaviruses of the flu. Technology has advanced dramatically in recent years. SARS-CoV-2 should be the target of vaccines, which was the reason COVID-19 vaccine development went quickly. 
developing vaccines addressed uh, influenza or HIV because coronavirus don't mutate nearly as fast. The new vaccine against SARS-CoV-2 is far more effective than the annual flu shot. See, I've never even gotten a fucking flu shot in my life. In my life, 26, 27 years of age, never had a flu shot. Um, and I've never gotten the flu. So, I, I've obviously had fucking vaccines. Um, you know, the ones you get little kids, basically. But, but you know, think about that. The kids that are being born now, you, they're going to have that vaccine. They're going to have all the vaccines we've had and more. Right? Uh, it's just a wild thing, man. Ew, dude. Deer developed hairy eyeballs due to rare, bizarre condition. His eyes are literally got hair on him. It's fucking weird looking. I can't believe it. Courtney and Travis Barker. So Courtney Kardashian and Travis Barker have a strangely dark way of saying, I love you to each other. Are they together? Travis Barker is such a talented dude, man. Oh, looks like they might be. He might be with it, bro. God damn. Guy's an animal. More sections. Let's look at uh let's look at science and tech. Iraq plans to build ten gigawatts of solar projects over ten years. Which is a gigawatt. Like, what is that power? Like, well, they got plenty of sun over there. If users don't agree to WhatsApp's new privacy policy by May 15th, they won't be able to send messages or make calls. What's up? What's up with WhatsApp? What is up with WhatsApp? Use your fucking phone. <laughs> Use your goddamn phone and text like a normal human being. What is up with WhatsApp? Uh, This $39 app will make your business card Rolodex digital and interactive. I don't think anyone's going to pay $40 for an app. Bill Gates states, the goal of eliminating emissions by 2030, completely unrealistic. I mean, that's by 10 years. It really is. I mean, the way we're headed, dude, it's like humans are just not going to stop doing things the way that they do things, unfortunately. The common man is just not going to, I don't know, change their ways. And there's too many of us. And then the people that control everything, that should maybe change the way they do things because of their companies or whatever. They're the ones that are really solely causing this emission, the plastics that are fucking polluting our waters, all that shit. Uh, It's up to them, you know, and then it's up to us. So it's so tough that it's almost like it feels at times like, 
what what exactly could we do? You know, because um, we'll go put our plastics in a fucking recycling bin, but who's to say that recycling bin doesn't just end up in a fucking landfill? You know. So yeah, it's uh, it's crazy where we're headed. Who knows, man? NASA says its Ingenuity Mars helicopter sent a positive status update. As it prepares for the flight, the agency is thinking about future crewed flights. Doesn't it take months to get to Mars, man? That would be the most terrifying shit ever. Is fucking flying to Mars. I'd be terrified to be a goddamn astronaut. You imagine being a goddamn astronaut? <clears throat> no. No, no, no. Hell no. All right, the Clubhouse app. What is the allure of the invite-only social media network? I don't know. I don't really care. What's What about entertainment news? How about that? What's this guy's name? Rajan pa- Page of Bridgerton sings steamy rendition of Unchained Melody on SNL. Look at that, he could sing. Woody Allen, Mia Farrow, Sunni Previn, Dylan Farrow, a timeline. Yeah, that's a crazy thing, man. Woody Allen. Having an adopted daughter and then marrying that daughter when she became of age. It's fucking weird. Are you serious? Complex settlement reached in James Franco's sexual misconduct lawsuit. I can't believe he had one. All these guys, they have one. And you know what? Um, If you guys haven't checked it out and if you're fans of Chris D'Elia, that comedy go check out on youtube he just put out his apology i guess you could call it his uh, i don't know what you would call it his acceptance of what what it exactly had happened and him kind of giving his side of it and with it he kind of spoke about how as a guy and himself as a guy, particularly, he got to a point where in his early 30s, he was successful in comedy and that it just became easier for him to have sex with girls, you know, right? Because they're throwing themselves at you more. And so he said that he would get emails and DMs every time he was doing a show somewhere. And then it became a thing where it was like all he thought about, he became a sex addict. And he's, you know, unfortunately cheated on his relationships and this and that, you know, and and it got out of hand for him. And so, you know, but at least he owned up to it. And at least he's owning up to the fact that he realizes that he had a problem and that it got out of control. And so, you know, we, we don't know about James Franco and this and that, right? If it's something similar, but what I, what something that stuck out to me that he said that maybe uh, 
the on the flip side is people don't really understand that about men or they don't want to give that kind of understanding to men about is that um you get to a certain point where you know he had said something like you know he thought that's just how it was he thought that's just how people did things um when they got to that level and so I could see that happening to a lot of these guys, you know, you're just getting thrown vagina like crazy. Like people are just throwing themselves at you. And um, it's like drugs, man. You, you could fall prey to that. And so it sounds like he did. So let's read this. Um, let's read the uh, James Franco. one. Settlement has been reached in a lawsuit that alleges James Franco participated in sexual misconduct. Associated Press reported on Saturday that Franco's legal team reached an agreement in the class action suit brought against the actor by former students of the now defunct studio for acting school. Although the two parties have agreed on a settlement, there are elements of the lawsuit that could continue. Actress and actresses and ex-students Sarah Tither Kaplan and Tony Gal filed a lawsuit in 2019 per document. Franco allegedly urged the students to perform explicit sex scenes on camera in an orgy type setting for his master class on sex scenes that he taught at the school. It alleges that Franco sought to create a pipeline of young women who were subjected to his personal and professional sexual exploitation in the name of education and that he led them to believe the role in his film would be available if they went along with his desires. Franco made it clear in his court appearances that the accusations were false and inflammatory, legal, legally baseless, and brought as a class action with this obvious goal of grabbing as much publicity as possible for attention-hungry plaintiffs. He also pointed out that Two plaintiffs have expressed gratitude for his tutelage in the past and that they jumped on the Me Too bandwagon. Alongside Franco, the actor's production company, Rabbit Bandini, and his partners, including Vince Jolivet and Jay Davis, were named as defendants. <clears throat> Each party must submit documents for preliminary court approval by March 15th. You know, a lot of he said, she said with that. A lot of he said, she said with that type of shit. And it's like, where, you know, how do you judge that, right? How do you judge that? And it's crazy because, you know, first of all, how is he, how is he teaching a, a course in a college, in an accredited university, how are you teaching a course um, for acting, but the acting course is specifically for sex scenes? And you're putting actors in this uh, weird, almost pornographic sense uh, in the sake of acting but he's doing it through the school. So that's just like, how do you wrap your head around that first off? So he's getting permission from the school. The school probably knows to a certain extent what 
what his um, curriculum is about. <clears throat> and so who, you know, where's the wrong, where do you find the wrong, you know? And um, I guess it's wrong when it, when it turns wrong. Right. So there must have been something that happened. Like they said, it was a, a blowjob scene or something. And it got weird and it got uncomfortable. But, you know, you're, you're signing up for a sex class or whatever, a sex uh, acting course by James Franco. <laughs> you know, you know what you're signing up for, and it's almost like this Marilyn Manson shit, right? Let's see. Let's pull that up. Marilyn Manson now has got his his sexual allegations being brought up against him. And here's the thing, guys. Look at Marilyn Manson, okay? You should be able to look at Marilyn Manson and instantly be like, yeah, He's into, he's into weird shit. Okay? So it's no surprise that there's shit coming out now. All these women coming out about how abusive he was or how fucked up he was in bed and the weird shit they made. Dude, look at him. You know, I know people, we've been taught, especially our generation, not to judge a book by its cover. Okay? But, I mean, guys, you need to – there needs to be a balance of things, okay? You can't just be gullible to and, and think that, you know, there's a good side to everybody. You know, sometimes the signs are right smack in your fucking face, dude, okay? And if those signs point that this person looks fucking crazy, you know – if all signs point to this person is crazy, then you know they're crazy. I mean, dude, the music, the look, um, all the acting type of shit he's done, just everything about the dude is dark. So you can't be surprised that you're going to – that this guy's going to be fucking regular, right? That this guy's going to be banging you like a normal person would bang you, Right? So let's try and find some some shit on that dude. He's a 52-year-old man, you know. And I'm not, you know, here to say that he's not talented or anything like that or that he's even a piece of shit or that he's a bad guy, but because <coughs> I don't know fucking Marilyn Manson personally, but I'll tell you what, I was never into his shit, you know. I was not into Marilyn Manson. There was always that rumor when I was a kid. I don't know how that went around that Marilyn Manson like surgically took out his own ribs to suck his own dick or some weird fucking shit like that. Come on, dude. I heard that when I was 13, bro. You're hearing, you're hearing those types of rumors from that fucking guy? I mean, you can't expect to <laughs> think that he's uh, he's an average Joe. L.A. Sheriff's Department investigating Marilyn Manson's abuse allegations. Even, what was it, Evan Rachel Wood and four other women have come forward with abuse allegations against Manson. 
The abuse allegations made at, uh, about Maryland <clears throat> being investigated by the LA County Sheriff's and the Hollywood Reporter. Da da da. Works in the music industry, obviously. <clears throat> Allegations first came to light after abuse claims were made about Manson from Evan Rachel Wood and four other women. Wood shared an Instagram post in which she accused Manson of horrifically abusing her for years and said he, he began grooming her when she was a teenager. Wow. The actress was briefly engaged to Manson in 2010 after meeting him when she was 18 and he was 36. Uh, Manson denied the allegations in a statement uh, shared on his Instagram. Obviously, my art and my life have uh, long been magnets for controversy, but this recent claims of me are horrible distortions of reality. My intimate relationships have always been entirely consensual with like-minded partners, regardless of how and why others are now choosing to misrepresent the past. That is the truth. So here's the thing with this type of thing and uh, this type of situation that we're seeing. And it's something that um, the Chris D'Elia thing, he had brought it up. Is that, you know, in Marilyn Manson's eyes, he might have seen his relationships as completely consensual and, and uh, loving. And that's just how he did things. And he thought it was all good because they were down for it at the time. And those girls probably, most likely, were down for all of that at the time. You know, you're getting a young 18-year-old girl who's hanging out with a fucking rock star, banging a rock star, and, you know, probably living the highest life you're going to live. Uh, you're going to get wrapped up into that, and you're not going to see the things that are potential hazards or red flags right away. And so at the time, they were probably both enjoying it. But there gets to a point where it's not right. And, um, man, it's crazy. Uh, so, you know, it just had to have gotten to a point where that girl grew up, right? It says she was she was 18 when she met him. Things must have happened. Things, her mind shifted, right? She probably saw more and more things about Marilyn. And she probably realized, wow, this guy's uh, manipulative or this guy's been taking control of me and kind of grooming me for, for these last couple of years. And what have I done with my life? You know, and she can go ahead and blame him, you know, and that's where we're at. But I think it's a more of a double thing. You know, it's a more of a double thing. Um, because all those things are probably true on her end. And those things are probably true on his end. Um, so it's just interesting. And an interesting thing that, that, that Delia had said was that his, the way he looked at sex, he thought it was, it was right. He was asking these girls. He was just straight up telling these girls, hey, you want to bang? You want to do this? You want to do that? And they would be cool with it, right? And so for him, he thought he was doing it okay. He thought he was doing it right. Everyone, everything's consensual here. They know that, um, you know, they're, literally saying they want they're okay with banging so it seems like that you get to a certain <clears throat> position of power as a man and that position of power ends up giving you this um you know giving you 
these addictions, these potential pipelines for addictions, whether it's sex or alcohol and drugs or even money and greed, you know, you get so, it seems like these guys get so addicted to something because they're in a position where, you know, normal people, when they want to get to that, achieve that success or something. And so it's almost like, it seems like these guys, when they get to that position, they, they almost feel like they need to put on, um, for where they're at, right? They need to be the baddest. They need to bang the most. They need to do this the most, you know, they need to go the hardest. They need to do the most drugs. Uh, they need to be the, the, the baddest dude in the room. <clears throat> and that's something that people just won't understand. The normal person looking at Chris D'Elia, looking at Marilyn Manson, like me, the normal person, uh, we're not going to get that. We're not going to understand what whatever battle they're they're kind of going through. Um. So yeah, interesting thing, man. Very interesting thing that's going on. And look at that, James Franco. We got. I mean, that's three right there that we've talked about today. The Chris D'Elia thing, the James Franco, and fucking Marilyn Manson. And R. Kelly's in prison. He really banged little, you know, young people. That's that's the fucked up thing. All right. What else are we gonna do? <clears throat> Batman, the animated series, predicted the bad future see that that was the best show that was the best fucking show as a little kid batman the animated series that was a hitter and it's on hbo max apparently uh before robert pattinson ben affleck and christian bell that was uh christian bale sorry there was kevin conroy the gotham city of batman the animated series the warner brothers series which ran from 1992 to 1995 on fox kids yeah, that was the best one. I mean, stylistically, everything was fucking tight, bro. It was fucking good one. So, so tell me how they predicted what. Quantum <clears throat> um, Center, the animated series didn't make many uh, DC properties. It made in there. There's most Batman iterations. The villains were the ones that shine most. Mark Hamill's rollicking laugh and his performance as the Joker became one of the character's most definitive qualities. Yeah, I mean, they just had hitters, but they had goddamn Luke Skywalker playing the Joker. Uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Uh, oh, that was the Mr. Freeze shit. Yeah, definitely check that out. I'm not reading this whole Batman thing. It was a tight show. That's That's what you can get out of it. It was fucking dope. Yeah, I guess we're going to call it. <laughs> guess we're going to call it. The market's open tomorrow. 
Maybe I'll do that. Do a little podcast tomorrow morning about the markets. Oh, I'm fucking exhausted anyways. All right. The risk report. Roman, the motherfucking stoic. Uh, episode number 12, I believe. Loving the podcast. Loving the feedback. Uh, yeah. You know what it is. I'll see you next time.